Welcome to episode 4 of Bikes, Bands, Beers, and Backpacks, where I discuss my favorite things in life, including motorcycles, live music, adult beverages, and exploring nature and road trips. Today is alliteration day, where I'm supposed to come up with some clever name that starts with a T or a TH or whatever. So let's go with Road Thrip Throwback Thursday. I'm going to get into some of the essentials for motorcycle camping, as well as a pleasantly surprising online purchase made by my wife. Stick around. Now, as I've mentioned, next weekend we are off to Waskasu for some camping with the kids. And, uh, and then after that, we're up to BC for two weeks, probably mostly also just camping. So in anticipation of all of that, my wife was looking to get some... Uh, some new clothes for the kids. Of course, they're always growing, they're nine and six. So we tried out Mountain Warehouse, ordered some sweaters, pajamas, uh, long sleeve pajama stuff, and uh, some rain jackets. And it came highly recommended from our friends out in BC. And uh, lucky for us, it did arrive today and we could not be happier so far. Everything we bought was on sale, which was great. It was a fantastic price. It appears like it's pretty good quality stuff. Um, kids certainly liked it. Nice bright colors, kind of neat stuff here. So we'll test it out. Uh, we're going to Waska Sioux, of course, and every time I go there it seems to rain, so we'll be able to test out the rain, and hopefully we can bring some rain with us to, uh, to BC in August, as of course they are experiencing those uh, horrific wildfires, so all the rain we can bring those better. And I will report back how a, this stuff handles a nine and six year old camping for, I think we got a total of 18 days. So as I mentioned, I'm gonna make Thursdays the uh, road trip throwback Thursdays where I discuss some of the previous road trips that I've done or uh, ideally I'm gonna interview some uh, some friends of mine and people that have done road trips as well. Uh, and today I wanna to talk about uh, motorcycle camping more than, uh, than anything else and kind of how I do it and some tricks that I've picked up and some things I'd like to do. So uh, recently I, I did the pretty long solo motorcycle trip out to Calgary, Alberta. Uh, on my way I went out kind of the back way to, uh, up through Leader, Saskatchewan to stop and see some relatives there. Uh, then uh, while I was there I took the time to explore and go on some gravel roads, check out the Checkerboard Hill lookout point that overlooks the South Saskatchewan River and then continue on across the Estuary Ferry. So those of you that may not be familiar, there is kind of two major uh, rivers in Saskatchewan. Now get this, they're called the North, and then the other one's called the South Saskatchewan River. And then they join up and are called the Saskatchewan River. I know they must have put a lot of time and effort into coming up with those names. But uh, there are about, I think there's about 18 or 20 ferry crossings across those two rivers uh, throughout the province. The uh, cable ferry so the river is usually only you have a I don't know half a kilometer across at the very most and maybe a little bit longer in some places but you take the cable ferry across it's all free there's also the big Riverhurst ferry that uh, operates out of Riverhurst kind of northwest of Moose Jaw and that's the bigger one that you actually could fit like a semi truck on so went across the ferry at estuary which is the westernmost most ferry in the province uh, then continued on to the beautiful Drumheller Valley, 
before heading to Calgary for a work conference for a couple days. So if you've never been to Drumheller, I definitely recommend checking it out. It's very cool to take the kids. There's a big dinosaur museum there, the crazy hoodoos. It's just the badlands everywhere. They find tons of dinosaurs. And it's just a lot of fun to uh, get out and see some of the old towns that are there uh, when it was kind of a coal mining area. Uh, uh, after Calgary, uh, you know, I was there for the couple days of the conference. And then heading home, like, I actually went west out of Calgary before heading south through some of the... Uh, the hills there and heading through Vulcan, Alberta to Medicine Hat and then home through, uh, you know, Swift Current and whatnot. So to do all this, I was on my motorcycle. I had to pack my camping gear. I took some fishing gear. And then for my work conference, I needed to have dress clothes and then, of course, my uh, my riding leathers. And uh, so I think I have a pretty good system of how to pack all this on my bike. And so I want to get into that now of how I kind of fit everything on my uh, 2008 uh, Harley-Davidson Softail Deluxe. So this spring I finally bought some saddlebags for my bike. I've been wanting to do it ever since I bought the bike in 2008. The uh, the ones that Harley has for it I don't like and they open up kind of halfway up so you can stuff a bunch of stuff in it and you open up and it all falls out. So I've been keeping my eye open for some different ones. There's some really expensive ones that I would love to have but uh, Ended up kind of asking around and went with some cheaper kind of fabric ones, but I really love them some f so far. They are called the Tour Master Cruiser 3 saddlebags, and they came highly recommended from my good friend Chris Olson, who uses them basically every weekend uh, in the summer to go camping with his fiance, soon to be wife, uh, out in BC. So they load the, their bike up and they fit the two of them and all their stuff into uh, these saddlebags, and then they have a, a tea bag as well. But uh, I ordered it off uh, Fortnite.com, and they were just over 200 bucks. Uh, for this trip, I was able to pack uh, in the one sleeping bag. I had my sleeping bag, my sleeping pad. I bring an emergency blanket, um, and that was all in one saddlebag. And then that that left lots of room for me to uh, to stuff my hoodie in and my long sleeve T-shirt if needed. Well, if it was getting too hot, to have those on. Well, the other bag, uh, I was able to store all my dress pants, my dress shirt, a golf shirt, and my jean jacket, which of course is a Levi commuter jean jacket. Uh, if you do not have one, I highly, highly, highly recommend getting them longer, longer in the sleeves, longer in the butt, so that when you're riding either your bicycle or your motorcycle, it kind of covers everything there without scrunching up like some normal jackets would do. Uh, these saddle bags would also not be the best for transporting beer. Uh, I know my friend with uh, Harley Road King can fit a uh, an 18 pack of beer perfectly into, into their saddle bags, but these ones only have a 10 pound weight limit, which I think is probably about what 18 beers, but you couldn't fit it. You could probably fit six or 10 loose beers into those, but it would just depends how you uh, finagled them in there. But they did work absolutely great for uh, transporting the delicious 40 ounce bottle of 40 Creek whiskey I had bought in Drumheller. 40 Creek is a great Canadian whiskey that is kind of one of my go-tos now uh, for a great, you know, bang for your buck whiskey along with, uh, with Jameson. 
Then in addition to the, uh, the saddlebags on my back seat, I'm able to strap on the Saddleman BR3400 T-bag and it cinches up in between your, uh, you tuck it under your passenger seat and then put it on top and it all cinches on there. Uh, you can also use a luggage rack if you have one. I don't have one. I had one and I left it in Sturgis by accident. Whoops. But uh, I like this one so much, I bought it a second time after the first one was stolen out of my garage last uh, spring. It has plenty of pockets, tons of space. It opens up about halfway through, so it kind of flips open and then has a nice bottom compartment there. And in that, I can put all my heavier stuff like my, you know, my bike toolkit. Uh, I have a new backpacking stove, the, uh, the Jetboil Minimo, which is fantastic. The fuel for that, uh, some of my kitchen utensils, a cutting board. I usually always carry a can of beans or two with me. Uh, some instant coffee that uh, it's actually a Starbucks brand, which I actually enjoy this instant coffee much more than I enjoy Starbucks coffee on its own. I don't know why. And I also have a, one of the GSI uh, French press coffee cups so that you can use it. If you have ground coffee, you can use that. It's all like a French press and a coffee cup in one, which is kind of neat. It doesn't work all that well, um, but it does work better than not having a French press with you. So I uh, also took a little tackle box in there for fishing. Um, in the main compartment, there's also a space that's designed, I think it's, got, it's designed to put a laptop in, but it works for me to put my frying pan there. So. The sides of the bag have large pockets on either side that I store my rain gear in, so I got the pants on one side and the jacket on the other. Somehow this year, I've already put in 3,000 miles or over you know, 5,000 kilometers of riding in, and I've yet to wear my rain gear while riding. I did wear my rain gear while sleeping on our annual June trip where we're not allowed to, uh, to bring tents and you gotta sleep out under the stars. So, I had it on for that and we got super wet. So that's the story for another time. When you flip the bag back together, there is another little compartment there and here's where I put my dress shoes and tucked in my extra socks and underwear. Uh, also have a camp hat in there for some easy access for a hat. Now, probably my favorite part of this bag here is where there's another part here that cinches down on top and kind of buckles, buckles on. And I stole this idea from someone on the internet, I can't remember where, but uh, it's great that you can stick stuff into this little spot that uh, otherwise wouldn't really fit into that bag or even your saddle bag. So this is where I put my, my tent. I have a two-man polar tent that I got from Norwood here in Regina, a great little store. And I have that tucked inside a dry bag and I'd also leave some room if I wanted to uh, take off my leather jacket or my leather chaps and I can uh, take the buckles off, you know, put them in there and then cinch it down back again. So great little way of storing things uh, but still giving yourself easy access if you need them again. There's also another little pocket at the very, very top that I use to store my, you know, my wallet or my passport or maybe a cell phone depending on what's going on. Uh, but uh, I always make sure to grab them when I'm leaving the bike for you know an extended period of time for eating or you know whatever. So I've tried to, from time to time to squeeze in uh, something new. I tried to squeeze in this you know, like a concert seat cushion or a stadium seat cushion. I don't really know what they're called, but it's the ones that 
they kind of fold together and then they fold out and you buckle it together and you have a backrest, but yeah, I don't know what it's called, but I squeeze it in between the, uh, the tea bag and my sissy bar and then I put my fishing rod in between that and just secured it there. So that seemed to work great. I've, I brought fishing rods on, I don't know, probably a half dozen of my motorcycle trips and this was the best way I could find to uh, just store it. Also this year when I ordered my uh, saddlebags, I finally purchased a USB charger that I've been wanting to do for a while and that hooks up directly to my bike battery. The uh, saddlebags have a nice little exterior zippered compartment on either side so I can put my phone and I put some charging packs and a Bluetooth speaker in there uh, so it's easily accessible to that charging port and I can uh, maintain it without, you know, I don't have to worry about it falling out. Here is a complaint I have with my new iPhone 7 that of course, those of you know, you cannot charge the uh, the phone and use the headphones at the same time. So I guess, I know I could spend the 150 bucks for some wireless ones, but knowing myself, those will get lost so fast. As I said, I left a uh, luggage rack in Sturgis, so I, I, I tend to lose things pretty easy. The other thing that I always uh, make sure to pack is my blue Mexican blanket that I strap onto my handlebars. This usually ends up being my pillow for the night, but uh, it also works good as a, as a tablecloth or in just you know a blanket to wrap around yourself around the fire. Using the straps that hold on the back the Mexican blanket, I've also discovered I can wedge my phone in there if I need to use it as a GPS, like I did when I was in Calgary. And I've also experimented with strapping the Bluetooth speaker in there and it, it worked okay while I was in the city not really going too fast but it still only really works for playing music if you're trying to listen to uh, to GPS directions or a podcast it, it just wouldn't work at all the one item I do wish I had and yet to purchase is a one of these uh, collapsible uh, camping chairs specifically the one from Helinox I've uh, seen of them in work quite often and tested them out and they're awesome and they even work for a, a larger man like myself I we did have a cheaper one and I broke it the first time I sat in there so maybe that's telling me something but uh, I could easily fit one of those into my saddlebag and they are just way more comfortable than sitting on a log and way easier to move to the spot you want versus you know a picnic table if the campsite even provides one all in all, I did about 1,800 kilometers, which is somewhere around 1,100 miles from Sunday to Wednesday. I should mention on my way home, I did stop in at Schimmel's Dutch Bakery in Swift Current. Can't recommend that place enough if you're around that area of Western Saskatchewan. Stop in for some coffee, some baking, and some delicious sausage rolls. Those were my favorite. Well, that'll do it for episode four. Thank you for tuning in. I am just in the middle of procrastinating packing for my trip to Toronto this weekend, but I guess that's what I got to go do now. So thank you to all of those who reached out with suggestions on places to eat in Toronto, hoping to give some of them a whirl. I uh, hope to be back on the air Tuesday with a recap of what the wife and I checked out. Uh, so take care and keep the rubber side down. <laughs>